Easy. So good to be here. Uh, like you just heard, my name's Tando, and I probably know about half of you already from last year. And honestly, I'm wounded that we're not all in the same room having a great time like we did last year, but hopefully that will be us in 2021. I'm excited about that. But first, before I start, I want to say a huge congratulations to all the youth leaders, all the youth teams. So if you're watching right now in the comments, can you do me a favor? Either put a well done to youth teams, to all the DTI team that have been doing it, or maybe a clap emoji if you've got that and you can find it just in the comments, because we want to say we're grateful that you didn't just let this year be a write-off, but that you put something in place that we could all be here. And it's such an amazing amazing thing. I'm going to be speaking from the Bible, and I know you guys have already had a phenomenal time yesterday talking about what you're building your life on, and I think that's such an important thing. And I've got my physical Bible just here, and honestly, this, is, this book has changed my life, and I'm so excited to share with you today. I'm going to share a popular story. You may know it as the Good Samaritan. This is a story, a parable that Jesus shared when someone was asking him some questions, and I just thought there's so much goodness in it that I think is going to help you wherever you are. So if you're ready to hear from the Bible today, again, in the comments, just put, I'm ready. If you're like feeling really ready, then do it, all capital letters, to let us know that you are ready to hear from the Word of God. Because who knows, God might say something to you through his Word, using my voice, that may change your life forever, and that's what I love about the Bible. If you're writing notes, maybe if you've got your notes tab up, or if you're trying to commit this to memory, the title of the message tonight is this, The Power of Compassion. The Power of Compassion. If you're familiar with this story, The Good Samaritan, let me tell you what happens in the story really quick. You can find it, like I said, in Luke chapter 10. I'm going to give you a quick skate over it, and then we're going to look at some specific verses in a moment. But Jesus tells this story, and there's three characters in the story. One of them is a priest. One of them is a Levite, which was like a set-apart special tribe in Israel at the time. And one of them is a Samaritan. And this year, there's been so much racial tension in our world, but that's the kind of story that this is, where the Jews and the Samaritans, the priests, the Levite, and the Samaritans were not friends. They saw things very different. They didn't have conversations. In fact, it was awkward. It was almost like they were enemies. So for Jesus to even speak about a Samaritan, it was a bit awkward in this time. But Jesus tells this story that there was this road, this Jericho road that was dangerous. I don't know if you've got an area in the place that you live that is dangerous, that you would not walk alone at night. So someone's walking down this dangerous road, and as they're walking, they get mugged, they get beaten up, and they get left, the Bible says, left for dead. Literally, they're bleeding out. It's an awful, awful moment. And then they're thinking, this is going to be amazing. A priest walks by, and it's like, oh, surely this priest is going to help me. But the priest didn't actually went on the other side of the road. And then this Levite walks by, this special person in this special tribe walks by and thinking, this person's going to help. I'm sure they're going to. And then they didn't. And then Jesus goes on to say in the story that a Samaritan walked by. And the crowd, when they're hearing this, are probably thinking, well, if the priest didn't do anything and the Levite didn't do anything, I know the Samaritan isn't going to do anything. So they're probably expecting that. But then Jesus flips it and says the Samaritan actually was the one who went to help. And I love the way that the Bible says it. It says this, Luke 10, 33 says, 
But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, where this person who had just been mugged and left for dead was. And the Bible says this, and when he saw him, he had compassion. And that compassion that this story starts with ends up in this person taking them to go to the doctors, basically, making sure they're going to be okay and paying for all of their medical care. A phenomenal story where Jesus finishes it up and he says this, which one of these people do you think was a neighbor to this person? And they answer, obviously, it was a Samaritan. And then Jesus says, go and do likewise. And really, I'm just going to tell us three things that I think that we could learn about compassion, that if we took on board, honestly, I think the world would be a better place. For those of you who are watching, maybe you're not Christian at this moment. I think your life would be radically changed if you took some notes about the power of compassion from this story. But for those of us that know and love Jesus, I'm praying today that we would remember how good God's been to us and that we would be inspired, just like the story says, to go and do the same. Because I think that compassion is like the not-too-secret, secret ingredients of the Christian life. What do I mean by that? I, I mean that if you are familiar and maybe you can cast your mind to this throwback meme, you know, the salt bay from back in the day, that little bit that just adds and makes the meal what it's meant to be, that secret sauce that makes something taste like it's meant to taste. I think compassion is that for the Christian life. So point number one is this, that there is a call for compassion. Honest question, be honest during this during this stream, whatever, you're, whatever platform you're watching on, I want you to give an honest answer in the comments. Have you ever had someone ring you on your phone, you saw who it was, and then you pressed that little mute button on the side? Uh, you, you know they were calling. You didn't even send the automatic text message. You just let it ring out so they would think that you didn't have your phone. Be honest. Have you ever done that? Or a lockdown question. Have you ever been on a Zoom call and turned off your camera muted your microphone, and then made it seem like you're on the call and you're listening, but really you were doing whatever you were doing. Maybe you were playing FIFA at home. Maybe you were on your Xbox or your PS4. Maybe you had Zoom on your computer, but you were on the WhatsApp group. Be honest, have you ever done that? Have you ever been in a moment where someone was trying to communicate with you, but you kind of ignored what they were saying? Have you ever had a moment where communication's coming to you, but you weren't focused? on it. I, you see, I think in our world right now, there's, there's so much going on. I mean, 2020 has been, what a year it's been. There's been so many crazy things that we could just hear it and click ignore. We could be on it and kind of seem like we're engaged, but really we're cracking on with the rest of our life. And that's at a global level. But I wonder how many calls for compassion, a cry for help are going on, maybe in our friendship groups or in our families, or in our churches, or in our youth groups, that we can kind of see that someone's going through something. We can see that they're, they're hurting, but we don't engage. Uh, my prayer is today that we would become the kind of young people, become the kind of Christians, become the kind of human beings who listen for the call of compassion. That we wouldn't get so numb to what's going on in the world and the, the issues around COVID-19 and people going through really difficult times or people feeling isolated, people with mental health problems or the issue of racism in our world right now, we wouldn't get so used to it that we just become numb to it. That we wouldn't just ignore it and just walk by on the other side of the road 
because maybe it's not popular to post about anything anymore, but that we would engage, that we would hear the call for compassion in this world. I love how this story starts because this Samaritan saw that there was something going on and was moved by compassion. There is a cry, there is a call of compassion from a dying, broken, hurting world. And my question to you is, can you hear it? Or have you got too used to seeing the pain that you don't even notice it anymore? Maybe it's the person holding a big issue that we just walk by. And uh, the truth is, it's costly to answer this call. Because it's, I don't know if you've ever had this moment where you call a number, maybe you're trying to call a company, and it's like one of those rogue numbers that's like zero, triple three, and you're like, oh, is this going to cost me? But you make the call, and be honest in the comments one more time, have you ever had your phone bill at the end of the month be way more than you expected it to be? And you have to have that awkward conversation with your parents about why your £15 a month Tesco mobile deal is now £150 that month. It's awkward, and it's costly. And I want to say, answering the call of compassion is costly. It costs this good Samaritan as well. We see in verse 35 of Luke 10, it says, The next day he took out two denarii and he gave it to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay it when I come back. Hey, I want to challenge you today to maybe move out of your comfort zone, to move out of what is easy and comes naturally, because honestly, being a Christian, being kind, being forgiving, Caring for other people is costly. It's not easy. I mean, I like my life how I like it. But when something else comes in and I have to make a decision, am I going to put someone else first? Hey, how many of you know that that decision is so costly? It's costly to invite your friend to watch DTI online or youth online, wherever you might be. It's costly to invite someone to church, to share your faith. It's costly to listen to a story that you feel has been so difficult, but actually engage and not just hit mute or turn off the camera or just ignore what's going on. It costs us something. And I want to encourage you to hear the call of compassion and to pay the cost of compassion. And then thirdly, what I love about this story is that he actually says, that he's going to repay it when he comes back. This Samaritan wasn't just being kind for a moment, but his compassion wasn't just in response to the call of compassion. He didn't just pay the cost of compassion, but he had the commitment of compassion as well. And my prayer is, wherever you might be watching today, that you would be the kind of person who's not just compassionate for a moment, that isn't just kind for a moment, because you've been inspired by someone speaking to you online, but that this would become part of your everyday life. That you would become a person of compassion. That you would be committed to compassion. What an amazing thing. And when I'm reading this story, I actually remind myself that this seems too difficult, but Jesus was the first person to do all of these things. He was the first person when humanity had this big call of compassion saying we cannot do this on our own we cannot live a perfect life we cannot live in peace we cannot live a life of compassion and forgiveness and patience on our own we keep on messing up this thing called sin is separating us from God Christ Jesus answered that call of compassion 
And he paid the price that he gave his life because of the love that he had, that he has for each and every one of us. And what I love is that Jesus didn't just show his love only in the cross, and that wasn't just the only show of his commitment, but he is committed to loving each and every one of you, each and every one of us, all the days of our life. I love it. The Bible says that his love endures forever, that his compassion is committed towards each and every one of us. So I want us to think about that fact, that the only reason that we can answer the call of compassion is because Jesus has answered the call of compassion for us. Now, the only reason that we can even think about paying a cost of compassion is because we have a model in Jesus and he paid the cost of compassion, his passion for us. The only reason we can stay committed to being kind, to being forgiving, to helping a dying, broken world is because we have a savior in Jesus who is committed to helping each and every one of us. I was looking at this word, compassion. Obviously, it's made up of this word, calm, and then passion. And I thought to myself, passion, isn't that the stuff that we want to do? And then I, I Googled it, and I, I realized that the, the Latin origins of this word, word, passion, is the same as the word pain. And I realized, oh, this is gonna, this is going to be painful sometimes. This is not going to be easy all the time. But I wonder if we could have a generation of young people to say, even when it's difficult, even when it hurts, even when it doesn't come naturally to me, I want to be a person of compassion. And the truth is, we can't do this on our own. That we would say, Jesus, would you help me? That we would be reminded of his compassion towards us. That we see demonstrated on the cross. I mean, we, there's even a film about it. That's an 18 for a reason. It's called The Passion. It's about Jesus' life on this planet and how he died. And it's showing us that for what he loved, for the joy set before him, for your life, for my life, Jesus went through pain. And the Bible calls it passion. And I love how this verse, this passage of Scripture ends up. Luke 10, verse 37. Jesus says to all of these people that have heard this story of compassion, and he says, you see this compassion in this story, you go and do the same. And that's my message tonight to every one of us, that we would all go and do the same. That we would be people who answer the call of compassion of a dying, broken, hurting world, the people around us, people in our household, the people in our family, our friendship groups. That we would be people who pay the cost of compassion. But we wouldn't just do it as a one-off that we would be committed to compassion for the rest of our lives, remembering that Jesus answered our call, that he paid the cost for us, and that he is committed to every single one of us.